Alright, welcome back to another episode of the Forts Athletics Life and Coaching Podcast, combined with the Coach's Car Chronicles for today. We're going to try it anyway, we'll see what happens. But my name is Charles Inferna, and I am the owner and uh, host of our podcast for today. We're at Forts Athletics. Our mission is to provide uh, coaches and athletes with the tools they need in order to reach their unique and specific goals. And uh, today's episode, what I'm going to try is uh, record and record. So we'll see if this works. Um, So if you are not able to uh, listen to the podcast on iTunes and whatnot, uh, you can watch it on YouTube. But I'm not sure if anybody would actually really want to do that. But we're going to try it anyway. Uh, So for today's episode, what I want to spend some time talking about is... Uh, the notion of expectations and uh, yearly expectations for uh, our athletes um, at Nazareth College. And uh, every year, really, um, expectations are pretty much the same. We don't really change uh, too much from year to year. Uh, We have uh, nine team expectations that we focus on throughout the course of the season. And I think most colleges and other athletic programs have you know, similar expectations in regards to um, you're always representing your college, um, make sure that you, you know, remain el- el- eligible, uh, go to class, um, you know, all of those types of things. Uh, but with my thrower specifically, I try and dig a little deeper. And uh, as coaching and as a coaching staff, we spend a lot of time discussing uh, the nine expectations with our athletes whenever we meet. Uh, and have team meetings and things of that nature. Um, But with my kids, I really try and drill down on four of the nine that I spend a lot of time talking about. And in one way or another, I discuss it uh, in practice. Now, sometimes the athletes know that we're having a conversation about it. Um, Other times it's something that um, we, you know, we we make a a specific, uh, carve out a, a specific niche of time to do that. Um, and the first one that we spend time talking about is, you know, how much effort do you bring to practice every day? Um, and that's really something as coaches, um, we can coach up our athletes. Uh, we can encourage them. We can provide them with all the tools that they need to be successful. But really, it's going to boil down to their effort and how much effort they bring to practice every day. Now, I've, it's difficult for me to judge that um, on a daily basis um, because when, when you're working with five or six or ten athletes uh, it might be difficult to gauge how much you know if someone's putting in 100% every single day so what I spend a lot of time talking about with my kids is how much effort they think they put in and when they go home if they look, them, look themselves in the mirror and they tell themselves okay you know what today was a good day I really put in a lot of effort like I actually made some progress Um, Or, you know what, I probably could have worked a little harder. Excuse me, I could have focused a little bit more. And a way that I've uh, incorporated, especially for this year, um, and it's something that we're going to talk about in practice today, are our um, commitments and what we want to focus on every single day in practice. So for those of you, if you've had a chance to purchase my book, Thrower, Propelling Towards Greatness, uh, the last, like, 60 pages really focus on daily practice routine, daily habits, and um, meet 
routines. So in the daily habits section or in the habits in regards to um, everyday practice, there's a section of you know things I want to accomplish today. And then at the end of practice, wins for the day. So the athletes on their own before practice or even uh, when we are warming up and getting ready to start the day, we're going to spend time talking about what they want to accomplish for that day, what their specific need is. And I think it's important to have that conversation with our athletes because it gives us a chance to figure out you know, where their mindset is at when they come into practice that day. So if um, you, know, you can tell by their body language, if uh, they just came from class or they had a midterm or they just you know, found out that they did you know, poorly on a test or something, you know, they might not be as engaged immediately with practice and with what's going on. Uh, their mind might be someplace else. So getting them to refocus and figure out, okay, so I'm gonna be here with coach for an hour and a half, I'm gonna try and make the best of the opportunity. Uh, so what do I specifically want to focus on for that day? And then at the end of practice, they would be able to debrief with myself or on their own and see, you know, did they accomplish what they set out that they wanted to do for themselves. So that's one. So what kind of effort they bring. Another one is their attitude. It kind of ties into it is, you know, what kind of attitude are they, coming, are they walking into practice with? Are they positive? Um, are they in a good mood? Or is it something that, like I said before, uh, you know, they might have, you know, got into a fight with somebody or, you know, whatever college students, you know, whatever the list is of things that they might uh, have difficulties with during the day that might disengage them from what they're supposed to do, um, their attitude is going to play a big role in that. And they control their attitude. And that's something that I've spent a lot of time over the years talking to my kids about is how your attitude pretty much controls everything. You know, if you have a positive attitude and a positive outlook, um, you know, you're probably going to have a good practice. But uh, if you come into practice without having a positive attitude and you have other things going on and you're focusing on other things and your mind is elsewhere, well, it might not be as good of a practice. Uh, so that's another thing that we spend uh, time working on. Um, and then the third thing, what I think is probably the most important, is... Um, you know, stay safe. You know, keep yourselves out of situations that might cause you to get into trouble. Uh, now, at NAS, we have a pretty clean program. We haven't had, um, you know, students uh, dismissed from the team for, uh, you know, um, cheating on tests or homework issues or, you know, things of that nature. Really, our situations have been... Um, due to grades, so not being academically eligible. So when we talk about, um, you know, trying your best and do what's right all the time, um, I always kind of joke with, with the kids, um, you know, don't show up in a certain section of the newspaper on Sunday morning, right? So keep yourselves out of situations that might put you in that section of the newspaper. Now we say tongue-in-cheek, or I say tongue-in-cheek, um, really it's important, right? So, you know, we always hear the phrase, you know, nothing good happens after 10 o'clock or midnight or whatever, um, especially on college campuses. Um, you know, don't put yourselves in a situation that might cause you to get in trouble. Uh, so if you're, you know, in your dorm room or out experiencing the nightlife on campus, 
uh, you know, really think about the decision that you're going to make. Is it worth it to, you know, possibly negatively affect uh, the rest of your academic um, career? And fourth, I kind of mentioned it, is really just try your best and do your best in practice. Um, I know doing your best and effort and attitude, sometimes the the lines are blurred between, um, you know, what... Uh, you know, what the difference is between the three of them. Uh, But really, you know, trying your best. So if the best that you have that day is 75% of what you're capable of, that's fine. Um, And only the athletes are really going to know that. Um, I try and make a habit of getting to know my athletes as much as I can in order to to combat some of those issues or some of those situations that might come up where if I know that somebody is having a rough day, we might either, you know, call practice for that day um, and have them go home if it's not if it's going to bring on more frustration for them. Why keep them in that environment? Um, you know, and then two, uh, communicating with them right when they come in to practice kind of gives you an idea of where of where they might be. Uh, you know, if they passed their tests or if they got a good grade or you know whatever positive happens, you know that might dictate how well they're going to perform that day in practice. Uh, so really it goes both ways, and as coaches we need to be cognizant of that fact and we need to be able to you know, at least read a little bit of their body language and try and figure out what, um, you know, what might be going on with them. And at first it might be difficult. Our athletes might not uh, be interested in sharing any of that information with us. Uh, so as coaches, you know, we definitely need to you know, get to know our athletes as much as we can, as best we can, so we're able to figure that out. And now I know... Uh, my athletes what their majors are and uh, they probably couldn't have picked more difficult majors to have on campus but that's fine in the long run it's going to be you know they're much they're going to have much more successful uh, careers when it comes to academic and their professional life Uh, but I have uh, a couple of pre-med students I have some physical therapy majors elementary education majors and nursing majors so um, probably the, the most difficult majors that we have on campus um, and that's what they're coming to practice with every day. Not that other majors aren't difficult or stressful, uh, but when our PT, our physical therapy li- uh, waiting list um, is a couple hundred kids long and you don't make the grade, it's easier for the college to ask you to you know, step aside and let somebody else into the program. Um, so it's something that I really take into consideration too, especially around midterm time. You know, maybe uh, the athletes have a different practice schedule, or we don't practice as much, or we try and focus on more um, higher quality throws. Maybe we'll take ten throws in the session instead of twenty, and we could just use that practice maybe as a as a study break. But um, you know, that's what I wanted to touch base on today. Some of our college expectations. Um, you know, today we're going to spend some time focusing more on um, daily goals and wins for the day. Um, And I think it's important for the kids to uh, think of, you know, every practice isn't going to be fantastic. Um, In some cases, there's probably going to be more bad practices and good practices. Um, But you can always take something from that practice. Uh, There's always that one throw that keeps you coming back, right? Just like if you're uh, playing golf or something and you missed the fairway on 17 holes, but that 18th hole, you uh, drive the ball right down the center of the fairway. That's the shot that keeps you coming back to play more, right? So with our athletes, 
you know, that one or two good throws that they have that day, you can learn from that. You can also learn from the 10 or 20 or, or 30 uh bad throws that we have that day but I think there's always something to to gain uh, besides just getting uh, quantity reps in Uh, but yeah we'll touch base on that today in practice and then we'll come back with another episode in a couple days we'll see how this works out with recording the podcast and trying to record this um, Coach's Car Chronicles at the same time Uh, let me know what you think about that if there's any other questions or comments that you have about coaching or, or how we coach at Nazareth or how, how I coach my college kids, how I coach the high school kids with the club at Forts Athletics or the post-collegiate athletes for that matter, um, you know, let me know. You, know, you can shoot us a text message or uh, email or not text message, I'm sorry. Well, you can do that too, uh, but you can send us a, a message on Twitter or Instagram. It's uh, at Charles Inferna on all social media outlets. Uh, you know, let us know if there's an episode that you want us to record uh, that might be more focused on uh, your questions and if there's anything that you're interested in learning more about, whether it's throwing or how I incorporate leadership stuff with my athletes or, you know, anything that, you, that you're thinking about. But uh, that's it for today's episode. Thank you very much and have a great day.